There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode four of Night Flyers. Okay. Yeah. This was weird. Yeah. All right. You have ratings for us? (laughs) Really got strange. (laughs) That's for sure. Yes, I do. Episode four brought in a 0.08 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.319 million viewers, making it the 110th rated cable show for the day. So I have a feeling people binge the hell out of this. Because not a lot of people were watching live. Yeah, I think uh, everything I've seen, it's talking about people binge watching it. Right. So hopefully, sci-fi has a way to count those numbers one way or the other. Hopefully, well, maybe when it's on Netflix, international, when they did all well, the and their own. Oh website. yeah, I was yeah. thinking when they were playing all of it together. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, they definitely hopefully. should be able to count the hits and watches on their own website. So I would think so. Yeah. And they'll be able to get the numbers that Netflix gives them for international. So hopefully that will be much better than this point three one nine. That's for sure. Yeah. But all right, you take us episode, into the episode. Yeah, after this episode, everybody should be watching this. All right, episode four, White Rabbit. <laughs> this was so weird. Yes, the White Rabbit probe puzzles the science team, and DeBrannon learns a secret from Agus's past. Yeah. <laughs> so we start in the Garden Dome with Mel finding Captain Eris in the dome. He tells her about his mother importing her consciousness into the ship and that his mother is now the ship. But at least he can get away from her in the Nature Dome. Well, I guess that's one place. Yeah. <laughs> is that where he hides out all the time? It could be. So we have both Thale and the captain kind of preferring to hang out in the uh, nature dome with the bee lady. Hmm, he could get <laughs> quite uh, interesting. <laughs> so, of course, Mel has to give him a little smooch. So, yeah, this is going to get intimate rather quickly. And I feel very sorry for Lomi. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, no, not Lomi. Don't let her be anywhere near there. Right. Don't ever let her know. But yeah, that ain't going to happen either. So we cut back to Carl and Mother is up to no good once again. She's making Carl's dead daughter appear and torture him some more. That was pretty messed up. Yes, it was. And Yeah, so, and then we have the other guy just like, ah, just ignore it. Right. Dude, not so easy. Right. Yeah, Rowan. It'll sooner or later, your deep, dark secrets will uh, show up and we'll see how you handle them. (laughs) Right. 
because unfortunately the memory pod is someplace you probably should not go into on this ship because all that does is give mama all the ammo she needs. And yet they keep using it. Why wouldn't you just shut that thing off? Exactly. And we see the ship just going through this massive reboot. And you go, what the hell is she doing now? Well, unfortunately, we have a crew member that gets locked into a cold storage cargo hold. And it's probably not going to end well for this poor chap. Mm, No. But we see DeBrannon and Rowan heading to his quarters. And we have a major surprise as the space probe that they sent to intercept the Vulcran is sitting on his bed. I was like, wait, how? What? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And they were too. They're going, there's no way it could be back. And how did it end up in my quarter? You know, how did it get there? Everybody was going, okay, now this is just damn curious. It was a ba- major, major head scratcher. Right. Because just the size of it, it's like, I don't understand. There's no way to maneuver it in there. No. <laughs> I think it was too wide to be even get in through the door if it somehow got onto the ship. It just had to be materialized in there. You kind mm-hmm. of, Ooh. Yeah, guys, you might be way over your heads here. The Vulcrans uh, seem to have some technology that you aren't going to be able to comprehend. Yeah, I wonder if we're going to get any more information on that. Yeah. And then we get really weird information. Yeah, because they see it with dust all over it. And it's like, we got to study this. And you kind of go, what the hell did they do to it? And how did it come back so fast? It's just way too many questions here. Right, right. It It is. It's like a, what they say. It should be like a million miles away. And right. yet, it's it back. Is. And so we go to Thale, who's meeting with Matheson in his little cube. And he starts sensing the extreme cold and the shocking sensation of death. I was actually feeling bad for Thale in this moment. Oh, absolutely. I mean, of course you feel bad for the other guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he gets flash frozen. But the fact that Thale has to, like, live through it, too. Right. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, you don't think about that when they're talking about, you know, him being psychic. Right. And it was, it went a step further. Because just as the man dies... You see Thale exhale, and you see the cold coming out of his mouth. Yeah, and he, basically, like, he died, too. Right! Because he does say that later. It's like when you experience death over and over and over. And it made me think of Doctor Who. Yes. (laughs) When, way back, uh, with my 10th Doctor, talking about regeneration, he's like, it's like dying every time. Right. And then it's like... Seeing him where it's a whole different experience because he's feeling exactly what the person who's dying is feeling. Right. It's like, oh my gosh. And so Matheson goes to tell Eris and together with Thale, they search for the source of his experience down in the cargo hold. And of course, he leads them right to the one that the guy's in. They open it up. Eris goes in, touches the guy's 
jaw. Oh my gosh, and it just like disintegrates. Yes. Why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I guess he might have thought that maybe he wasn't completely frozen. That was messed up. Yeah, that was really messed up. <laughs> but I think even worse, too, he looks at Thale and he's like, there's no way he could be in there because it can't close from the inside. Well, something happened. Exactly. You have problems with your mother, so why couldn't she have done it? Right. And if mama's not happy, nobody's happy. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna be happy. Because Rowan and Brandon pull Lomi into their probe investigation team into Brandon's room while Mama Eris seems to be turning up the heat in the quarters to a very uncomfortable level. And I thought we were going to have a naked orgy there for a minute. Yeah, I thought it was getting a, a little out of control. Yeah. Now, of course, the captain and Mel end up heading to the room to find out what's going on. And we see Captain, for the second time in this episode, basically writhe in pain. Uh... From, Did that just writhe? Oh my yeah. gosh, he's like grabbing his head and screaming. Yeah, it's like she's, yeah, got her hands on his head and are just smashing it in from the outside as well. Now, of course, he tells her that she wants that thing off her ship now, yet Brandon and Rowan are able to convince him to hold off Mama for one day. So they can investigate it further. Can you just handle her screaming in your head for one more day yeah, and maybe turn on the heat? Yeah. <laughs> Get the heat turned down in here. And then we cut to Matheson sitting in a bar with right. I'm like, long what? hair and DePannon comes in. I was like, what is happening? Right. And they talk about their relationship and how she left and now he's found somebody new, and it's like, what the hell is going on here? And then we find out Matheson's in the memory pod, and you go, oh, no, this is going to cause some more problems. Mm-hmm, because I, I was like, is this even, did this even happen? Right. Apparently it did, except there was just something else that didn't get told right. to Carl in this. But we cut back to Brennan's quarters, and oh, guess what? It's alive. Oh, what? that was so weird. Say what? Right. It's like, where and is Rowan this bleeding is, coming from? Yeah, Rowan is just sky high about this. He thinks this is just absolutely amazing. Is and, it, though? Yeah, because <laughs> he's already checked it out and tested it. And it's not a life form from Volcron. It's Carl. Say what? Yeah. <laughs> well, he built it, so he's apparently there was some bunch of DNA that he left inside that probe. I mean, they do say that he sent a small piece of himself, but I didn't think he meant literally. Right. <laughs> and you kind of go, okay. What are these Volcrons up to? Yeah. How, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. The probe is, is it trying to grow a new Carl or what? And it, 
And it didn't fit? I mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, and then, of course, Lamy decides, I got to know, I have to plug in. Uh, that's probably not a good idea. I don't think so. Don't do it, Lamy. But she's doing it, and we have the other guy, you know, talking to her. Yeah, Rowan. And, like, not paying any attention that she's gone awful silent, and she just looked like she was on drugs or something. Yeah. Cause like, her hair head goes back, and her eyes are all, like, flashing with, like, these colors. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. It looks like she's seeing the beginning of the universe or something. Right. And you go, oh, low me. I hope you can deal with this. Like, I hope you can handle this. So we cut to DeBrannon trying to cobble out a message to his wife, telling her that it's okay for her to release all the memories of him. No! Don't do it! Right. Now, of course, the message doesn't get sent, but he does take his wedding ring off. And you go, I kind of have a feeling I know where this might be headed. I'm thinking that we're on the same page, but... Yeah, but what we find out later may change that. <laughs> right? So, they go back to Lomi, and she's just having this intense experience with the probe that Thale also shares. That's right. I almost forgot that he was seeing stuff, too. Yes, before she's able to unplug. And you go, oh. Now, I don't know if that was just because of the intensity of Lomi's emotions that Thale was able to see it. I'm assuming so, because he does seem to be able to sense any intense emotions, you know, mm -hmm. be it hate, anger, death, probably love for that matter. He probably mm -hmm. knows what everybody's doing on this <laughs> ship. Right. And then we start to see the probe just blowing its gaskets and blood spewing everywhere. That was so gross. Yes. Apparently and I'm like, they what didn't the hell get is the, happening? Apparently they didn't get the heat turned down enough. I don't know. I'm I'm honestly not sure if that would have made a difference. Huh, okay. Like I'm thinking it was only going to be around for X amount of time. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So that it would didn't really matter. That's possible. Yo so. yeah. But Mama didn't want it on the ship and she did everything she could to make sure it didn't stay on her ship. Right. So that's definitely got me concerned that, yeah, if this probe was able to get that message back to the Volcrons, that it was getting killed by the humans, they're in deep trouble. Mm, not cool. No. So we see DeBannon in the hallway. And we get another vision created by Mama. <laughs> and this, this was so messed up. So messed up because his daughter's there and Matheson comes out probably six months pregnant looking, at least. Very pregnant. Let's just yeah. it very <laughs> And of course, this is a total shock to Carl. And basically, yeah, she tells him she found out right after their meeting, and she decided to get rid of it. Yeah. 
And she makes sure she knows Carl knows this by cutting her belly open. I was watching this and seriously, my mouth is just like, uh. Yeah. What? It was so messed up. And I'm like, okay, how does she know this? Da 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 da. And then it's like, okay, yeah, it's because of the memory pod. So everything that happens in there, no matter if you're remembering it or not, Mama's going to pull it out and screw with everyone. Yeah. Especially Carl. Good time. Yeah. She seems to have Carl as number one on her hit list right now. Mm-hmm. Now, why? Because he wants to get to the Volcrons? I guess so. I guess she didn't want to leave Earth's orbit. I feel like there's something else to it. I, you would think there's got to be something else to it. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to Thale, who's lying on his bed asleep, and Matheson comes in and lies down with him. She even took her shoes off. Yeah. What is going on? And then she wakes him up and crawls on top of him and starts to kiss him. And you go, oh, no, this is they aren't going this way, are they? See, before this happened, I was thinking, okay, what's the age difference? Right. It's when we find out that some. she was pregnant. Yeah. I was thinking that he was her kid. Ooh, and then this happened, and yeah. I'm like, the hell is this? Because <laughs> out of nowhere, you know, because Thales starting to go, oh, my fantasy is coming true, <laughs> I guess. And all of a sudden, she whips out this sheet of cellophane and starts to suffocate him. I'm like, the hell? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then Thale wakes up and you go, oh, interesting. Now, was that Mama messing with Thale? Or was that Thale messing with Thale? Huh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, and it, it it brought that up. I thought, hmm, that's just too curious because you wouldn't think that a telepath, well, I guess they could be as susceptible to nightmares as anybody. Well, maybe he's just screwing around in the wrong dreams. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Go back and check up as Lomi tells DeBannon that the data in the probe tells her that it was out in space for more than 1,000 years. But what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, now we're definitely talking some time and space stuff here. Right. And then when she tells him that there was more data on there that could ever be possible, it's like it just kept writing over itself. It's like, right. It's like, what? Because she says the timeline that it's out there, and I forgot. Right. But I was just like, a thousand years, plus it had him in it. Right. What the hell does this mean? Right, yeah. Did the DNA just evolve over time like that to start growing cells and Kind of go, wow, okay, that's curious. Right. But then how could the Volcron manipulate time so that it spent a thousand years out there and then returns to the same time it left almost? Right. That's oh. why it's like, <gasps> yeah, this is so weird. What happened? Yeah. Just definitely piqued my interest. I got to know what's going on. <laughs> that's for sure. Because this episode was... 
way up there. It was out there. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, with what Lomi said is on there and she's like, don't think about all the information on the probe. Maybe it's the probe. That's the actual message. Right. Yeah. Like, huh? Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know where they're going with it. No, but it looks like we're going to have a showdown eventually between Mama and the Volcrons. Yeah. I guess we'll find out why. Yeah. I still think she knows something. Just freaking share with the class, you know? Exactly. <sighs> okay. Well, yeah, I know. We're getting everybody else's secrets, so, you know, it's only fair that you share some of yours. Right. I, I know I'm not the only one frustrated with this mess. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? Let us know at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Shoot us an email. Shoot us a message on Twitter or Facebook, you know, whatever. Let us know what you think. You can go to www.fangirlzone.com, hit the contacts page. It has our emails, all of our pages. So you can tell us what you think about this. I'm really confused. And if you read this story, let us know because I want to know how it's holding up and if it's just as weird. (laughs) But while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and any other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends about this really weird show, and we hope you're enjoying the podcast. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. She's in there, and she's real. And until next time.